This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. I'm Ken Absock, and this is Daily Thrones, a quick look at the world of ice and fire, and the end is close. It's out there. Season 8 of Game of Thrones. Production about to begin. The script reads have happened, and Kit Harrington out and about saying he cried over the Game of Thrones ending, but clarifies not necessarily about the show, the story. He was crying about knowing that this is the end. The end is coming and that the script he is reading along with the cast and producers and writers and all that stuff about the final episode means that eventually they'll be shooting that and eventually that will be the end. You'll be shooting final scenes with people you've been working with for eight years. You'll be in locations for the last time after you've been there for so long and much like uh, say say school or anything like that he is uh, he knows the insta- it's done and, and he calls this an institution longer than school or drama school or anything. Eight years, eight plus years if you put all probably the casting, all that stuff together, pre-production if you're the producers and the writers, that's a long time, a decade working on this show. I can absolutely imagine if you've been there for every season from the beginning, this is probably going to get emotional for a lot of the cast and crew, and I'm sure eventually we'll hear some of those stories. I love the idea that the uh, the ending is out there. People know. Harrington said in this interview, we, we had to read through last week. In fact, so I know everything now. I always get I always get weirdly obsessed with the idea that they know something. Of course they do. They're going to make the damn show. But I, the idea that they know. There's people that know what The Last Jedi is. There's people that know what Season 8 of Game of Thrones. And more importantly, there's people that know the ending of this story, the ending of this series. We can sit here and speculate, but it's out there. It's going to wrap up. It's going to be emotional for us fans it really is um it, this is one of those properties uh, that's been with you for a very long time even by now even if you're just a television viewer if you've read the books and from the beginning you're going back 20 years now 20 plus years if if you came on board with the books 10 years ago it's a long time but the show itself coming to up to eight years i remember where i was Remember what my uh, the position uh, that I was in life. It's radically different from where I am now. And this journey to follow these characters that we love and the story that we're so invested in. For us, it is it will be an interesting experience as fans. Uh, especially because, you know, when the show started, there was Game of Thrones podcast. I know that because of A Song of Ice and Fire. A lot of things were out there. But uh, following the launch of the show... This uh, this new media world really exploded. And Game of Thrones, I think, was one of the shows that helped make it explode. This show here on Anchor, anything I've done on uh, Screen Junkies Plus with, with uh, Watching Thrones, Thrones Talk on Collider, Night is Dark with Maude and Tiffany uh, and Michelle Boyd a while ago. I mean, this is... Uh, those are... The, the, uh, that's just a small, 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 small fraction of the shows that are out there. 
Will we have things to talk about? Well, yeah, we're going to need to break down that uh, final season. We're going to need to break down the final moments. We're going to have a lot about that. The books will be out. Uh, the books will be different. And then the prequel series. So I think this this world will go go on, the Game of Thrones media discussion world. But that's how much, you know, time has been, uh, time has changed over the course of this show. 2011. Um, where were you when you first watched the men of the night's watch go north beyond the wall and some ice zombie popped up and scared you and made you think, what am I watching? Uh, so it's interesting. It's there. The cast is ready. They're having to be very secretive and cagey about the, uh, where they're shooting. No personal pictures, trying to avoid that. Telling them don't, don't take pictures. If you can in the Belfast airport, don't do that. Uh, whether or not they shoot the multiple endings to hide things from us, we'll see, but I'm sure there's probably multiple scripts. Maybe Kit didn't actually read the ending. I don't know. What is the end of this show going to mean to you? I know it's close to all of our hearts. If you're listening here on daily thrones, uh, but how do you think you're going to take it? What are you going to do in the moments after? Good or bad ending doesn't matter. The fact that it is over will carry some kind of weight. Let me know how do we get through the ending of the show. More here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken, one crazy theory I've always liked, even though I don't believe it, and that is the one of Jon Snow and Mira Reed being twins and a Luke and Leia type situation happening at the Tower of Joy, where Lyanna Stark really had two kids. Um, you know, there is a kind of a resemblance a little bit when you look at Mira Reed and her hair, and you look at Jon Snow and his hair. So I, I, I could guess I could get down with it actually being true, but I don't believe that it is, but eh, kind of cool. You know, Eric, citing the rumor of Jon Snow and Mira Reed being twins, and that is a good reminder of how these Game of Thrones theories, if you start digging deep enough and you start going into the far reaches of the internet, you can really start to believe and buy into this, some some of this stuff. It's like, I guess, any good conspiracy theory, it's the same thing, I I, I suppose. I, um, I have had that uh, thought looking at that theory of Mira Reed. And Jon Snow, Howlin' Reed, tying it all to the tower joint, thinking, all right, I can get behind that. I can see that they're together. In fact, I believe it. It's possible. And then for about five seconds, you're in this world of conspiracy theories. We're absolutely sure that Jon Snow, Mira Reed are related, and Howlin' Reed's been hiding something. Ned Stark uh, asked him to do it. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's not true. But that's part of the fun of this, right? That's part of the fun of these theories. And I love these confessions of the crazy theories we love that we think will never come true. Do you have any more? Let me know here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken. So, you know, my mind's been running lately on, I was reading yesterday, there's this theory that the Blade Runner world and the Alien world are connected. And it just got me thinking more and more and more that I would love to see Game of Thrones create its own sort of cinematic universe as they're doing with these prequels and stuff. I really hope that they're all based in the same timeline. They don't go back and forth between uh, book canon and show canon. I hope they just stick to the show and the show canon anyways and that they, they extrapolate further on that. There's so much to go off of, as you stated before, the... CEO said something along the lines of it being an embarrassment of riches as far as the stories that they have to tell. So if they have this embarrassment of riches, I would love to see them turn Game of Thrones into a large continued universe where other authors, we've talked about this before as well, where other authors come in and write stories and 
we get to see that world fully fleshed out, not just spoken about in history books. So thanks for taking the call and have a great day. Sir Thomas Tall with a great call. He always has good ones here and a th- good thought starter about the prequel series and what that might mean to the show canon already established within Game of Thrones. We know that uh, the books uh, are their own thing at times, and so this raises a, a pretty valid question. Let's say they do a TV series based around the Dance of Dragons. There is a lot of history to mine in that, a lot of moments. We've discussed that. It's a good idea for a show. But with the books that George R. R. Martin has coming out, the history already described in the books from A Song of Ice and Fire, if you're creating this TV show, what side of the canon do you pull to? Will it be a show that goes along more in line with the books, which sets it apart from the show, the show changes some of the timelines. It changes some of the information. With the characters being older, just that alone changes certain dates of important events. So if in season eight of Game of Thrones, they go in deep in some sort of reference discussion about the Dance of Dragons, will the prequel series have to follow that established timeline or will it go more to what's in the uh, the printed page and i i hope it stays with the show i like the idea like thomas is saying this kind of shared universe let's not have them separate i want to watch the show and i think it would behoove hbo to have whatever prequel series they put out there to fit nicely into this world already established by game of thrones now age of heroes a show about the age of heroes will that change some things is the Night King we're seeing now the Night's King in the book? No, it's not supposed to be. That's what we've heard from George R. R. Martin. Will that be explained if the Night King shows, excuse me, the Night's King, there you go, that's why it gets confusing. If the Night's King shows up in a prequel series, will they explain that, don't worry, this isn't the one you saw in the other show? Will they need to experience it or explain that? Will, will, will that help our fan experience is what I'm trying to say. So it's a good question. Do we want... A Game of Thrones shared TV universe? I believe we do. Do we need one is the question. You guys let me know your thoughts here on Daily Thrones. You can favor the station. Uh, call on in. I want to hear your thoughts, your opinions, and everything we got going on. Season 8, that's, the, that's, the, that's just the tip of the iceberg of what we've got to discuss here on Daily Thrones. In closing tonight, I want to update you guys on the Game of Thrones game that's out there on your phones. The app game right now, that is Game of Thrones Conquest. I am a day or so into it, and I'm having fun. It's one of those games that, yep, if you want to buy, uh, use your real-life money to buy some more gold, to get more grain and wood and and metal to smelt things, yeah, you can do that. But so far, it has uh, not doing that. I haven't put any extra money into it. It hasn't... uh, it hasn't ruined my game experience. I'm trying to avoid that. I remember Simpsons tapped out. I spent way too much money on that. I'm trying to avoid that for sure. But it is fun. It's addictive. I haven't formed any uh, alliances yet. And if you're out there, if you are playing the game and you can find me, uh, I'm uh, uh, under the uh, House Daily Thrones name. You'll see it on there. Attack me if you want or be my bannerman or ask me to bend the knee before you. But it is kind of a, a fun game. 
Uh, it is uh, specific to Game of Thrones in some ways, but it's also very similar to a lot of these other games. You're not going to be, you think, bowled over by it, but for now, it's fun to manage a house in the world of Westeros. So if you want to join me, find me on there. Uh, you also can uh, call in here and let me know your experiences. It's Daily Thrones. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Much to talk about about the world of Ice and Fire.